2: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast
3: Network. Drew and Jonathan Scott here to tell you that American Family Insurance wants to protect the things that make you you. So whether you listen to music on a vinyl record player or prefer
0: to riff on your electric guitar, design your own renter's policy with the American Family Insurance renter's tool today. Get a quote or find an agent at amfam.com. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. American Family Mutual Insurance Company SI and its operating company 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. This
2: This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network podcast is part of the sports social podcast network when i clock out of the hospital at 6 p.m i'm not done for the night that's when gamer nurse 40 clocks in and she's got orcs to slay sure i'm playing a 13 year old in scranton but he's a level 53 mage with a filthy mouth so i need to stay on top of my game
0: what you call me that's when I crack open a Heineken 00. Zero alcohol,
2: but just as refreshing. So I can focus on stealing his gold before his mom tells him it's bedtime. Take that, kids.
0: Heineken 00. 0.0% 0. alcohol. Now you can. Must be 21 plus to purchase. Enjoy responsibly.
2: This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: He used to, like, sit there in the changing room thinking it was, like, a thing of pride. Oh, yeah. like, not your cock, it's your ball. Nice. Do you know
4: what it was? I had, um, I've got... Uh, where the blood flow when I was born had to be had to go a certain way because it couldn't go through the balls this is the layman used. Look. I've got like a fuck off vein going down the front of my knob right. oh really yeah. w-
3: welcome just, to the Firecop cop podcast <laughs> <laughs> this has been the intro
0: <laughs> but
4: it's like but it's like I'm carrying on well fuck it yeah it's like um, it's like what would you uh you know, like you worry. You know when you see something like a, like a vein and someone's like on the side of their head that like goes like a little wriggly, out, yeah, yeah, like that, right? It's like that. Right? And and I remember, I remember going for a piss once when I was a young lad. And my old man like walking in, like about to have a shower. Like we all shared one bathroom, and he was like, "Keep an eye on that. <laughs>
2: Make sure that don't get any bigger." It's
4: the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock.
2: It's the.
1: Fight in It's the fight a, a camo
3: It's episode thirty eight, season six of the Fighting Got Podcast. Today I'm joined by Ted. Thanks for having me back. From EastEnders.
5: Yes. That's
3: we're always gonna say that. Yeah. Selfish
5: yeah. <laughs> people won't know who I am. So.
3: Yeah, but you know, I mean in your own right you are developing a quality and, and, and a fandom. Fanship. Mm. Oh, brilliant! Um, well, I'm, that's what you said. You said people. Said, oh, <laughs> you said people say, "Oh, I yeah, know oh, pe- people
5: do come up to you and say, "Oh, yeah, like good I you on the fighting cock as well." Well done. Oh, nice. Yeah, so. and
3: people nice. Like you look around and you think, like you reread Twitter sometimes and you think this world is a horrible fucking place. You know, children dying, all that stuff. <laughs> but
1: you know, sometimes there's good human beings around. I've got buddy. Hello. How you doing? Good. Satisfied, aching but happy. Oh yeah, you ran your You ran your half marathon, marathon yesterday. On my half marathon. That was fucking oh, freaky
3: that nice. video you posted. Which video? Well, on oh, uh... my
1: calf nutshell. Oh, made me feel sick. <laughs> it just it's, it's just pulsating. It's yeah. twitching. Oh how long did I go on for? Uh it's still going on now. <laughs> oh really? Not as much, but it's kinda of toned down. So I had to I went for a massage today to get it all sorted out, which was quite nice. Monday afternoon go on. felt a little bit naughty going out into the into the suburbs. Yeah one blonde lady opens the door <laughs> <laughs> to the suburb what someone's house <laughs> someone lives in her house it was part of a, but she did have a plaque on the door so it was you know it was oh. what, what, written in crayon it was legit <laughs> was she attractive young lady she wasn't young she was was she attractive older lady yeah. she was a, she was a she was a doctor she was a masseuse and a fish she had a was she, she attractive <laughs> uh, she's all right She's not bad did you get bone no I didn't man it, Was
3: you worried a little bit?
1: I think she was more sexually excited than I was Oh, oh for Fuck off oh, uh, One of odd... your, your opinion of yourself is <laughs> ridiculous isn't it? Incredible. I'm telling you like, She like touched the crevice of my bum cheek a few times they meant to And <laughs> she went properly high up my thigh as well And she asked do you want a glutes massage So then she properly rubbed my glute as well She probably went for it You didn't get a boner? No it was too much pain man
3: I really it hurt was, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you completed half marathon, did all right. Did all right. set up for your uh, your big your big your big run.
1: On um, semi-final day, it could be.
3: We oh. could be playing Arsenal that day. Shit. Well, we'll come on to that. Um, remember, you can still donate, can't you? Yeah,
1: still please donate. It was amazing. The response was great. So many people, so many passionate people, like, sending money, wishing me well. Really? Really good. Really We're nice all response. Good. All right. Yeah. So if you,
3: if you mean to and you listen, or maybe you didn't listen to last week's podcast... Mm-hmm. Barty's running a marathon for the Waves charity. Uh,
1: they're Nigerian. they they're work... based in Kenya. Kenya, of course. Yeah, an old couple who help um, who help um, children out there, looking after. You got them. a lovely message from him, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, um,
3: husband's the, a Spurs fan.
1: Yeah, the guy who runs Waves is uh, he was there in uh, he was there in sixty one, sixty two. Proper old school Spurs fan. I told him about Cliff Jones. I got a bit freaked out when he said he was going to listen to our pods. I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah,
3: it will listen to the first. Yeah, just <laughs> yeah, yeah, switch
1: bit. off. But um, he's got to listen to the Cliff Jones special. But he's a big Spurs fan.
3: Good, and um, uh, you can. D- How do you find it? It's on your on your Twitter. Isn't yeah, it? we'll
1: tweet it again from Love the Shirt, and it's my pinned tweet on my account.
3: at okay. am Alex has been drinking. <laughs> remember the last time? No, <laughs> you don't remember. <laughs> it didn't go down well.
4: No, uh, and I got quite angry at the end. Yeah. But if, strangely enough, you were quite, um, quite encouraging afterwards. Yeah, well, no, I, I, I like a bit of sort of passion,
3: and uh, you know, you're, you're, you're willing to go in areas that you wouldn't normally be willing to.
4: To be fair, you said you were going to finish early. So I was in the pub at half four, because you said you were going to be in there at like quarter past five. Yeah, but we never record at half four. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so but you thought, you just,
3: oh, we'll get pissed together. Well, I can hold my drink. I'm fine. Uh, remember 1882. If you're listening to this on the Tuesday when the, the the podcast is released, um, we're doing 1882 at the game against Chelsea, under-18s game, FA Cup semi-finals, two leg affair. This is the one at White Hart Lane. Is another one at Chelsea in a couple of weeks. I think might be the week week after. Remember, you know, just it come down. Uh, it's like five quid. It's nothing. Um, you can get behind them against a, a very good Chelsea team and give them something to remember. Because I tell you what, they won't be expecting. A 200 Spurs fans to mm. turn up and sing sing from the way that we have done previously at youth game. So if you have a chance to get down there and you're at a loose end and you want to be amongst your your, your own, um it's block sixteen, costs about fiver uh,
4: and and it's quarter past seven kickoff at White Hart Lane. We owe Chelsea one in a semi final youth game, don't we? Because wasn't it last time? The last semi final we did when we went we won the first leg at White Lane and got Ridiculously turned over At the mm-hmm. other place With a ridiculous Comeback from them they, uh, They're very good youth team. Yeah. They've stockpiled A huge amount Of quality players I think they even Took up
3: um, A young player Called Kirby I think he signed For Chelsea mm-hmm. recently and yeah.
5: Well You, yeah. to be, you went not Blame And would you Considering how many They get, get in the first team Why wouldn't you uh, <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't you <laughs> Go over there? Chelsea.
3: Yeah. Um, you, there's something About that Stockpiling players I think that's wrong Is wrong, it's wrong. You know, Man, Man City, Chelsea—they stockpile not just like reserve
1: players, you know, prospects. There's first team players. There's like uh, Quadrado There's Mah- Mohamed Salah. These mm-hmm. these guys knocking around Dutch leagues, German leagues. He still, like, Chelsea still own Salah. Nah, I think yeah, I he's think, at I think he's uh, still, Roma. He's at Roma, but I think he's still—they still got something to do with him. Mm. And Quadrado as well. They still got—they still own bits of him. My
5: favourite one's Christian Atsu because I think since signing for Chelsea, he's played like 42 games for Ghana and yeah. none for Chelsea. Or mm-hmm. Yeah, great stat like that. I think
1: he's, New Car- is Newcastle Newcastle person? yeah
5: yeah, yeah. yeah um, I-, I think
4: you kind of blanket rule with the maximum amount of professionals you can have at your club is 25
1: every club moans no, I'm sorry
4: about, yeah 50 every club looks up and then moans about clubs above them doing it so I've got yeah. like, City and Rovers fans and, and people like that who look at you know us and Say you know, it's ridiculous. You know, you've, with the better players you got, but you don't loan more of them out, and they don't filter down into the leagues. But don't you think like the players are good enough at Spurs? They have a they have a direct route to the first team. If you're good
3: enough, you'll end up in that first team squad. Now, perhaps, yeah, yeah. I don't think that was always the way. No, absolutely yeah. not. No, it wasn't always the way. Anyway, um, so it's so Millwall big game uh, last. Well, it felt like a big game, but turned out to be a, a walk in the park. Mill by far one of the worst teams I've ever ever seen play at uh, Tottenham. They would horrendously bad Um, but I guess uh, let's talk about the football and then perhaps the rest of the stuff outside of the football in a a bit Um, it was a massive win 6-0 it kind of never seemed in doubt even when Kane got got off again we'll come on to Kane Um, what what did you take from it in terms of performance the playing performance
4: Uh, yeah I mean it was it struck me at how how easy it was actually in the end I mean Kane going off so early, which I'm sure we'll we'll come on to in, in a bit more detail, but that worried me slightly because I thought, oh god, is it just going to be one of those days now? And, and we lost a little bit of impetus in the final third, that last last minute decision making. I felt uh, for five ten minutes after he went off. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean it was. Millwall have been on a good run of form, something like 17 unbeaten or 19 yeah. unbeaten. No 17. Um, yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, you know, their confidence would have gone high, but it just looked the, the the occasion just got to them, it looked like it just they froze a little bit. They they, they sat up in the same way that Villa did. They had kind
3: of at times six along the back, um they had four four defenders and, and the and the wingers were f- filling in as kind of auxiliary fullbacks every now and then. And the problem with doing that is that you just invite so much pressure on. Uh Villa did the same thing when mm. they came and and they didn't trouble us. It was a walk in the park. Wickham, on the other hand, came to White Lane and thought, "You know what? We're going to have a go. We've got Fenoir up front, we know his strengths. We know how to play. We're going to make it tight in midfield and mm. try and hit him on the break." And they they, 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 they beat us at set pieces. They got a bit of fortune, and, um, and and they did the right thing. If you come to Tottenham without Harry Kane, it doesn't matter. You, if you're at a League One level, when you play a, a game where you're going to leave essentially four players offering or everything you can in attack and 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 what is essentially six players. And remember these, these these wingers that were filling as fullbacks almost all game,
4: mm. they're not
3: they not the fitness of Premier League players. No, That's a great point. So
4: they look gassed as well yeah. after like Tired. twenty minutes. I remember Ben Davis um picked up Vaughan picked up the ball and, and rolled it out to Ben Davis after about twenty five minutes and he had, you know, Eight, twenty t- yards on him already. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They were desperately poor. They had no I mean, their their plan was to sit back, they weren't even organised and sitting back. You saw them um, like Lincoln and Sutton and smaller teams in the FA Cup, they've they've sat back with a purpose and like trying to close spaces Mm. they just all got behind the ball there was I mean they were all behind the ball but there was still spaces everywhere Davies was getting in all over the place Sun as well was finding massive pockets I mean it's quite amazing how you can Fill up so much of one half, but still leave mm. it so open. Yeah. I mean, you're you're the guy you had, who had I thought
5: was very good from Mill coming on, on Thursday, and he like he said was, they were supremely direct without having much pace. and I think you can like come to White Lane and at least try and sit back. You've got to then be like super quick on the break, but they yeah. just weren't. They're just lumping balls tomorrow. I think
3: to be fair to to be fair to Millwall and Tottenham, that's what you'd expect uh, the performance to be. I you mean, know, we have so much more money than them. We pay yeah. our players. This you know, yeah, huge amounts of money. You can
1: have you can have money, but if your if your managers can't organise the team properly, I mean, you telling me they got more, they got better, they got better players than Lincoln, and Lincoln gave Arsenal more of a hard work, more of t- more trouble than Millwall gave. Yeah, us. that's true, but they are seventeen unbeaten, right? And, and, and in
3: their heads, mm. they're still seventeen unbeaten. The Tottenham game was an anomaly, um, but that they were poor. It was a lack of seemingly a lack of organisation, which you wouldn't expect from Harris,
4: given the fact that. He has gone 17 games unbeaten in mm. any league. Yeah. That is difficult mm. to do. That's why I think maybe just the occasion got to them. I, I, I still, I mean, they shit their pants. Yeah, I think you know we. You never quite know what they've been out, been sent out there, told in terms of instructions yeah. and direction, and whether the fact that they felt you know big crowd, big
1: London derby, and just felt you know, do you want know to express ourselves a little bit more and, and got paid for it? It was just a big non-event. Mm. This whole Millwall kind of come up, BBC kind of primetime Sunday afternoon uh, slot. Millwall were going to cause an upset, and it was just it was, no, just it was
3: never never going to happen. But it's, no. it's
1: kind of weird that the FA Cup has, despite all the kind of um, drama and uh, giant killing, it's come down to pretty much the four best teams in the country will be in the semi final. Yeah, which I think is is a nice change compared to like some years you get some really shit finals and shit semi.
3: Well, you get you get a, some teams are lucky enough to get a buy through to the final, don't they? You know, so Man City might have ended up getting Sutton. Mm. Yeah, uh, sorry, not Sutton. Um, Lincoln if somehow do you know what I mean and and you don't in the semi-finals you need it to be competitive Mm -hmm. um, and you don't really want you don't want Man United going in uh, against a team that's somehow drawn championship sides the whole way through (laughs) like Tottenham (laughs) no sorry what I was saying is, and then you have two championship sides in one semi-final and you just know the result before it happens at least the the four teams that are going into that semi-final Spurs Arsenal Man United and potentially Chelsea or Mm. And Man City, obviously, yep. depending on, on what happens in that result. Um, you don't know what's going to happen. I mean, logic would say that probably Chelsea would win, but in one game, and as we saw at Wild Lane, Tottenham have done it. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the first three minutes, we hit—sorry, uh, in the first four minutes, we hit the target three times, which is, is something you you don't typically see. And Tottenham just seemed relentless. Ted.
5: Now we were like. Saying anything about the moment, we were sort of seriously professional. I was a bit worried when I was like, "Oh, they should just be playing the full team." We've got no midweek games now, but Winks and Chipper again came off, in and man. played, played sort of, and we were just really professional and just very good. Yeah. Um, what do you think of Winks? Cause he- I'm a huge, huge fan. Um, he seems to be sort of getting better every game, and I'm sure I don't think we're gonna come on to him later, but uh, he looks like he's gonna be the latest. No, we'll, we'll come to him. We'll talk about him now The latest uh,
1: midfielder for Spain at the... Oh, oh yeah. my god, I'd love that Imagine, imagine the sieve <laughs> Oh my god, I'd like, love it So
3: what, 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 what's that about? Got Spanish. Spanish, Spanish Spanish grandparents Yeah, like. yeah. which is a granish
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is great Because back in the day Like, what was it um, There was talk about How Wilshire could play for Barcelona And all that kind of shit Guardiola said I've got like a hundred Wilshers <laughs> <that I've had." laughs> And now one of our Like, players that we've created Could, might go on To play for Spain I don't think you would. you imagine Winks and um, Thiago in centre mids? What are they going to talk to each other So
3: I, I got tweeted earlier on in today. Um, there was a conversation with Bankrupt Spur and some other... Uh, so I can't remember the guy's name, so apologies if you're listening. Um, but he, the, he, he mentioned the fact that I'd criticised Winks previously. I don't think I criticised him. I said I hadn't seen much more in him than mm. I saw in Ryan Mason, which at the time was a fair assessment of where he was. But... Since the Fulham game, I think he's really kicked on and, and, and done um, done a, a, a really good job. God,
1: yeah, we're not fucking Nostradamus, you know. You, I think you, what the problem. You called it, how you saw it. Uh, which what, was, I agree yeah. with you. Yeah, I think the problem is is that
3: with the podcast, the fact that it's recorded, and you say things so definitely because it's more interesting than saying, "Oh, maybe it will be alright, Maybe yeah. who said like that? Isn't an opinion. You know what I mean? It isn't an opinion to say Ryan Mason, uh, 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 Harry Winks might be good. He might not be, I don't know. That's yeah. not interesting to listen to. So, the problem is, people, they, that's your comment, and no matter what happens previously, uh, sorry, since that comment, you kind of that's what you believe in, it's steadfast. But anyway, look, against against Fulham, he, he was great, but I thought it's only Fulham. And, and since when he's come on against Chelsea, he, he was great as well, to be fair. I just, I love the fact that he finds space when there perhaps isn't a great deal on for him. And there was a lot of commotion when James Moore said, that there's comparisons
4: between him and Modric. What, what, what do you think about that? I, I, th- I thought he was right because what James was saying was he's not saying Harry Winks is as good as Luka Modric. What he's saying is this is as close to us as a player we've had yeah. to a Modric type mm. since Modric was here, and he's absolutely right. Why? why yeah. But why? Yeah, that's true. Because he's brave. Because he's brave to take the ball in situations that he's got no right. To be able to to take the ball and then and then get out of that situation in a positive way. It's all very well taking a ball in a in a difficult situation and going backwards. You always what he's able tries to, do to, is to take the ball. Yeah, he's always able to take the ball into his feet, turn and play. It. What, at, what do you think,
3: Ted?
5: Yeah, I'm, I'm. I I agree. I think obviously Modric, which was a class player, maybe slightly muscular about him. But my big, biggest biggest am I'm impressed with winks about is that he, you know, he's got no no fear. He's always looking to play the ball forward. Yeah. And, you know, 10 years
1: old seems excited he seems excited yeah. on the pitch buddy. There's a, I was following a, a Twitter conversation between Talking Tottenham Tactics Nathan and uh, chap Serbian Serbian I think it was and they, he actually had some stats comparing Modric this season and Winks and he also included Tony Cruz in that as well and you know I know Winks has played in probably weaker games like against lesser opposition but, but with, stats, with le- lesser team players around him yeah I, su- yeah, I suppose so Yeah, and um, his stats back up he, very similar to Modric in the way he plays Modric perhaps passes forward a little bit more but um, I, I doubted Winks I thought he was nothing more than like a Tom Carroll but he's looking better and better and he's, he's committing defenders as well It's actually like dribbling is improving I thought he was great yesterday and I think it's only a matter of time before he starts key games
3: Yeah, he he is pushing on, isn't he? And it's exciting to see. And what's most exciting to see about Winks is the way he he kind of seems to want to take the the game by the scruff of the neck. He does drive forward. I think he will become much more creative. Um, It's just be interesting. It's it's, it's Dembele. He's going to start over. And while he's pushing, I don't think he, he starts over Dembele yet. But he's an option one injury
4: and he's in there it's almost a perfect situation for him I think at the minute because Dembele can't or Poch doesn't want him to play 90 minutes it seems because yeah. like, I can't remember the last time he, he completed yeah. 90 minutes you know comes off on the hour mark relatively he's regularly he's always the first one to come off isn't he um, and so I think he's, he's able to learn and come into games Difficult or one, you know, in a, in a bad situation or a good situation, which means he's getting experience of, of all different types of things, rather than just being played started from cup games against dead rubber or coming on when you're three 0 up with five minutes to go. I think he's got a little bit of best of both worlds, and you're right. If Dembele picks up a knock, and you know, I, I don't think I'd be too hundred, you know, distraught the fact that someone like Harry Winks is coming in. Okay, um, obviously the injury to Kane
3: on six minutes. Was a bit of a blow um, I wasn't sure how bad the injury was When I, when I first saw it And it just it, it, I mean you watch the replays And you just he did properly turn it mm. over He'd done the same ankle against Sunderland Earlier on in the season And you worry a little bit about the impact That's going to have on the team um, He missed 10 games earlier on in the season he won the, We won the first four And then went six games without a win mm. at this, I mean, At this stage of the season Maybe that would be enough to keep us in the top four um, we've probably got easier, probably comparable games. We we don't. We, you'd hope if it is a similar injury that it'd be back by Arsenal. It's a similar sort of seven weeks away. Um, but obviously, there's no denying that you take a player of Kane's quality out of our team. We talked about him with, with you know, in such high praise on the fighting cock previously, and, and so we should. the we, we would would worry about that. Um, what
5: do you think? I, yeah, I mean, he is on the verge, if not a world, a world class striker. Take that out of any team, and, and there'd be a problem. I mean, having said that, I do think that the system we play now, with kind of the two forwards, is I think both Son and Ali suit that supporting striker role. But I've, I'd have a bit more faith of us getting the results of this system than I did when early on in the season we were playing the four-two-three-one. Yeah, the four-two-three-one. I mean, like those two's movement is both really good. Mm. so um, but yeah of course it's a, it's it's not, a massive let's not forgetting that Kane, uh, Ali's got 16 goals this season yeah. uh, Son's got
3: 14 Son. Ericsson's got 10 and 11 assists you know the, these are they're decent figures they're more than most strikers get in, in the mm. Premier yeah. League anyway so should be worried how do you feel buddy?
1: Um, I'm I'm kind of happy as well well I'm not happy but you know I'm a bit more confident in our formation now I yeah. think that suits suits us a little bit better I mean obviously I'd rather have Kane but you know part of me is quite interested to see what happens and for the first time in a long time I'm really happy about we've got an international break yeah Yeah, we've got
3: Southampton then then two weeks of international without football
1: so that would be I mean Part of me remembers when Bale did his ankle for the second time and they said because he'd already done it once, the scar tissue was stronger and it, it like healed quicker. Really? That's my, like, <laughs> that's my like, Twitter medicine talking. <laughs> so part of me's thinking if you've done one injury once, it heals quicker. So maybe it will work. But that's a clutch of the straws isn't it? It's... Uh, yeah,
4: that is pretty clutch of <laughs> the <laughs> uh, Jansen's got this, it's fine. Okay, well, but we're yeah. gonna come on to Anton.
3: But, um, but... <laughs>
4: oh yeah all right. uh, can I just say I lost my shit when he scored I went mental I was so all happy alright fuck it let's do Jansen
3: because I've actually quickly got a good question in from um, Andrew Baker on Facebook he says how many toes or fingers would you sacrifice to get Kane fit would you give up one of your toes or fingers and get him fit no
1: well, I think it, didn't David Hay prove that the little toe is quite important so I, I would normally say that but I'm not going to give away well that,
3: the big toe is, I mean in boxing the little all toe. Your leverage comes in your feet so
1: yeah but I'm, not, I'm not giving up a toe
3: <laughs> no, fuck that. Do you know what I mean, these quite to me—toes and fingers.
1: I'd break my own ankle though. That's the next one. I'd oh, break my
5: own shit. ankle. Would well, you break your own ankle? How long is that? The cast, couple of couple of months. I don't months? think it's the time. It's the pain. It's the... Have you <laughs> ever broke your ankle? Yeah, yeah, I have. All oh, right, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it'd, 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 it'd heal quicker, wouldn't it? Give side. it twenty minutes. I'd break my ankle for Harry Kane to be shit tomorrow. Yeah. How did you break your ankle? I was playing Mugby.
3: Oh really? Was it bad?
5: Um, the worst thing was, I felt some. bit I was all my mates after were kind of giving up oh, He's been. Uh, he's just over exaggerating it. Like he's been. A, or was been, you properly screaming? Person. I was like, I was in a lot of pain. And I started walking. I just watched, spent the best afternoon walking about on it. Oh shit! To, so I took my sock off. It was like that big. Oh
3: god! But, I hated rugby. What's yeah. what's the worst injury you lads have ever had? I've slapped my crew shirts. <laughs>
4: You're cruciates, well, your
5: cruciates, what both you my left
4: knee, you know, just cruciate.
5: Well, how about how did that
4: feel? Like someone had lit a match inside my knee. It was Oof. horrific. Oh, so you know when you're running and you like miss a stride and, yeah. you, and like you're you plant your leg and like your leg almost snaps straight yeah. while on the ground and that's that's how it went. And it what, was what was you just, just jogging? I was, I was I was in the middle of a game. Yeah. It, it was, was um, football. Yeah. yeah, it was. I can't even describe the, the pain. It was ridiculous. Yeah.
1: What's yours? I tore my calf muscle which was nasty, not a cruciate, but I thought someone had gone through the back of me and as I was on the floor, I turned around to swear at somebody and there was no one there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just got the ball and I, turned, I just turned away with it and I just, my leg just went bang and I yeah. just fell over. Madness,
4: is it? And the yeah. innocuous sort of injuries happen. Do you know what, My old man snapped his calf muscle Shit. in a game once and he it like ballooned and went black within the space of... Jesus. I don't know. Oh Two hours
3: uh, and it was, was huge.
4: Tough. Oh, it was horrible. He was a bricklayer as well. He was off work for like no pay for
3: like three months. <laughs> my my mate was uh, snapped his banjo string when he was mm.
5: uh, yeah.
1: When
3: I mean, he's he having standard in s- it.
5: What are, are you talking, talking about? It's,
3: standard. it's not no one. I haven't. <laughs> I don't know anyone else. Other than my mate. I, know I know one. one now you. <laughs> <laughs> how, have you so how did you snapped your banjo?
1: I stopped. I stopped mine about seven, eight, seven years ago in Colombia, in the in the fucking. In, in Colombia. Yeah. Out in the countryside, with nothing going, only alcohol to get me through it. Who was you having sex with? With there? my with my fiance, my girlfriend. Now, yes, yes, of course. So yes.
3: you you snapped your banjos. Yeah. It was, How was you? Was you not? Was you over, not vigorous,
1: over vigorous. Over vigorous. Competitive again, we. Over vigorous. What do you mean over vigorous? What was you, happening? It's just you know you know when you've had a drink. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> leans in. <laughs> what do you want, everyone in the involved? No, no, no. You, you've had a drink, and it takes a long time, and you just keep going for it, and you keep powering through, and then. That's why I don't like dry sex. Well, I think maybe from that moment, no one likes dry, dry sex. sex. Just give her more pleasure, so she lubricated. <laughs> and um, it went, and um, <laughs> dry sex. When I pulled it out, it was um, it was covered in blood, and oh, yeah. I hadn't, I didn't realize what was going on at first because of the alcohol. And then I jumped in the shower, mm. and um, it was detached, and the blood oh, coming out. Oh, so I had, I had a bit more to drink. Forgot about it, stopped bleeding. Forgot about it? And I jumped in a a swim pool which was really highly chlorinated. And I did like a cat, you know when you throw a cat in (laughs) a (laughs) bath? I went in and I was straight out. Um. I didn't go back in the pool how <laughs> <I'm laughs> dry, dry. was it you might have been shagging a, like a Jacob's cracker well the blood the blood lubed it up oh, oh, what is wrong Shit's with you fucking hell, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so there you go it's not good kids don't do it man Kids. I don't anyone does it on purpose no I didn't do it on purpose
3: exactly oh wow um well you know that's that's more like the fighting that popcorn. is. Yeah. <laughs> well done Barney yeah. you can always rely on Barney for that um yeah, nothing. I, I kind of believe in. <laughs> I believe in in Pochettino's. I think, I think
1: that Pochettino can cope with this.
3: You know, he did say, look, you know, it's a shame about it's a shame about Harry Kane, but you know, it's our job now to find another solution. Yeah, well, can't, he, kinda, you know, he
1: does kind of have to say that. Of
3: course, yeah, you wouldn't mm-hmm. say oh, we're futs. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, but yeah, coming. Then Jansen, he he scored an open play. Mm. It was lovely to see, but it felt and smacked of the time when Soldado
4: scored against Aston Villa. No yes it felt exactly the same uh, All not, the pro- not to me I felt um, because the difference with Soldado was but he'd been playing like 70 80 minutes yeah. every week and not doing anything mm. um, and, and, and do you know what I liked best was it, it was a really nice finish it was it was tidy he, he held his ground mm. stood still yeah. you know not just kind of running around a couple of minutes, stood his ground waiting for that pass because he knew exactly what he wanted to do and and I think I tweeted that just after saying you know if you take yourself off of Twitter, there's actually a huge amount of support for Vincent Janssen. Like, I haven't seen, you know, yeah. the, the reaction to a fit. Was it the fifth or the fourth? Fifth, fifth. Fifth. fifth goal, um, like that was just. It was like a. It was. It was great, and then all the team coming and celebrating to him. I just thought it was. But he didn't go mental. Like, he, didn't, when he, barely, he
5: barely celebrated. The yeah, answer. and he kind of
4: ran to the corner yeah. and. Hands on his face, <laughs> yeah. and the rest of it. Janssen was like, he looked didn't even do angry. It. Yeah, because he's like, I should be doing this anyway. Yeah. You know, this is
5: what I should be doing every week. Which, which I think is the difference. Do, do you think he minded about the he scores when he wants? Chant. I felt. I thought. Oh, I love that. Yeah. No, but what's he thinking?
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, hopefully, he kind of passed him over. I don't know. It, it is kind of like that cheering when you're geek Gate on a bad spell and he catches a yeah. ball. Um, I felt, I felt but like it me. was love it was love yeah,
5: yeah,
3: it, yeah of course it was like supporting to hear the name that them chanting his, his name um, he should have scored another mm-hmm. header, mm-hmm.
1: another sort of header. Pro- but well, what got me about him is he came on the pitch and he was a striker he scored a goal Yeah, he had the header he was in he was in positions that were dangerous and then he started doing his fucking usual thing of running down the channels and moving all further and further and further away from the goal did you notice know he start, did. Start?
4: but Son was desperate for that for that Maybe, for that still, third goal, yeah. and he was all over the shop. Bardi, he, he was going from from touchline to
1: touchline. You got scored two goals, and you... No, 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 it was great. Now, do you remember what we it said? It was good. Bardi. Remember yes, what we're we're we said? Positive, and I'm being positive. You're not! He was in, in goal-scoring areas, he scored one, forced a good save, and then he started wandering off again. You <laughs> would stop saying but! Just leave it at that! Okay, he did well.
4: He did, um... <laughs> he did, he did... You're right to an extent, because he did, um... He, he kind of stuck religiously between the, the lines of the eighteen-yard box for when he came on. Yeah. But after that, it, I remember thinking, "Our son is everywhere. Why? Is, son is just chasing everything and anything he can possibly find mm. to try and get in a position to to get it on a corner, one side of the corner of the box, dribble and, and shoot like he did for the for his first one. Yeah. And I think Jansen yeah. kind of just copied him. Ted, what do you think? Wait, is Jansen now
5: going to now kick on? Will he be able to replace? Kane. Well, I won't <laughs> be able to replace Kane, but I mean, James made a good point. The other, he was like, "We are going to need." He's like, going to need him at some point this season," and sort of now is the time. You know, he's he's our only out-and-out striker now. I still don't, I think that there will be Son and Ali sort of starting up front together. Yeah. Um, I, I think you have a part to play. I think you know. It, I think he's. I think you have a part to play. I think there might be a a, a big. Couple of big goals in there for him.
1: I, 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 I'm starting to feel that as well. It could be a Janssen moment <laughs> yeah. which changes his life. Yeah. yeah, changes his life.
3: I mean, he's <laughs> been really kind of respectful and not what else can he be? But he doesn't seem like someone who's petulant and and there's a it's affected him a great deal. He said, "I always believe in, in myself and uh, and hopefully he, he kicks on because it's." Like, we had it against South Soldado. We wanted him to be great. I mean, it just never happened for him. And I hope, I hope
4: truly, for all of our sake, that he does kick on. We well, you say, what else can he do? There's an awful lot that a 21-year-old kid who's not having it his own way can do, you know, who is earning a lot of money, you know, in terms they of couldn't. being passionate and having tantrums yeah. and, and all the rest of it. And, and it speaks volumes in the fact that, you know, and, and Soldado had the same criticism. As much as, you know, he didn't work out, I don't think you could ever... Criticise attitude, yeah. and I think that's what fans, and it's certainly what I like in, in in players. If it's if it's not going well, you know I'll support them to the hill as long as there's a, as long as a, an attitude there, and and that's why I really love this celebration. Like I said, it there was no fanfare about it. It was like for fuck's sake, I should be doing this yeah. every week. This is no reason to celebrate. I'll celebrate when I get one in a meaningful game.
3: Um, did you like his sort of commiserations for the Millwall goalkeeper when Son, he kind of spooned it, it went through his legs. <laughs> that and was like, nice. Son's yeah. hat trick.
1: It was perfect. It summed them up, it was great. Yeah, I, but. I enjoyed it. But <laughs> Jansen
3: went over and uh, sort of said so don't worry about it so did it? Yeah, yeah
1: give him a hug for mm-hmm. fuck's sake I don't know yeah. I don't like that like, I, if I was that goalkeeper and it went through my legs and an opposition striker did that to me you'd want to fucking lamp him yeah but hold on he, he
4: didn't run like 20 yards to go and hug him and say yeah. don't he worry about it. he back. was running past him and just patted him on the back yeah
1: <laughs> when Casillas did something when Gomez chucked one in the net against Real Madrid I was just like if I was Gomez and Casillas was doing that to me I'd fucking want to punch like him a 180 body slam yeah exactly something like
3: that um obviously Sun came on scored a hat-trick uh, he, he did very well but again you'd expect him to smash up Millwall in spells he's been absolutely superb Superb. the start of the season he was really really good he's now got a role to play in, in, in ensuring that Spurs continue to crack on in Kane's absence um, but obviously you can't mention Sun in this Millwall game without mentioning the chance from the Millwall fans there were two that were that, that were highlighted but I can only remember exactly one which is the kind of DVD
4: yeah. um, uh, charm
5: three there was something like three for a fiver yeah, yeah. and
4: there was that one was far more um, direct well, what was it type of chant I
5: didn't be I to, don't, I sit in the they show were, they were they shouting didn't, I didn't hear chink
4: it. really yeah because I've watched I watched a video of a, of a Millwall kid on, on YouTube that was doing like this in game footage of filming it and you and you can hear him shouting it on jeez are you sure it was chink? A hundred and fifty thousand percent. Really? Mm-hmm. All right, fair enough. Well, I'll take your word for it. Um,
3: it was a bit of a weird one. It, what do you know? What racism? The racist chanting wasn't something I even even thought about before the game. I was sort, I was thinking about the, the the kind of tension and the feeling and, and the want mm. and, the, uh, and and will for both sets of fans to get each other, to get each other, at least a, a segment of them. Um, which you know, I don't, I'm not. Uh, if that's what they want, that's what they want, you know. Um, but that I was kind of taken aback by that a little bit. I, I was, I was like, oh, whoa, you know. You, I was surprised at the openness of it and how and because, how many exactly. Yeah, because, because when you hear it from some, like West Ham, it's now died down so much. They know they're going to get done. They yeah. know they're going to get collared. And there's there's a minority, and you think, well, in, in society, you're going to get a minority of dickheads in any. Any section of society, any fan base. Any, any fan base but There were well, so like, many. Yeah. It was so loud. You could you could you could hear it audibly. It was. I, I can. I
4: didn't know what the champ, the the Fiver chant, as you said. I I didn't know what it was. I couldn't quite figure it figure it out. Um, and it wasn't until afterwards, when you're scrolling through Twitter and all the rest yeah. of it, walking back up the high road, that um, that, and I was just like, that's what almost I'd say three quarters of the of that movie camp was singing. I was genuinely taken aback. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I mean what can you say about it I mean it's just It's, it's, it's disgraceful uh, 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 But, let's,
3: but um, this
1: is the The second time They've done this The first time The Millwall fans Were racist Against a South last, The first time They did it Against a South Korean player That South Korean player Scored a last minute winner And this time They've done it And that South Korean Scored a hat trick Well Son, son
3: replied Paid them back in spades Didn't he yeah. And that, that was a great way For him to react On the pitch Not that he probably Wasn't even aware of it um and obviously the authorities will take action on, on on Millwall fans as well, and Millwall have come out and said, you know, we don't we don't stand by
1: any of this, it's abhorrent. Carl Walker was aware Yeah, so, it, so yeah. I was uh,
5: I was just trying to work I was just trying to say that what actually happened with that? I don't uh, know. I it, what
1: why what Carl Walker I think it was when um, Sun scored his first goal, Walker made um, these like some signs towards the Millwall fans and mm. like, trying to like call people's attention to it. Really chanting,
3: yeah. Well, I mean so so it's clear, it's evident that they're, they're probably gonna get a fine. Good. Um, and, and good yeah exactly
4: bands mm. yeah maybe but you, but you still see people trying to pass it off as as kind of like banner. yeah mm. I, I it, it depends where your
3: mindset's at look for you that's not about football that's about where it, yeah. you know how you feel generally about about these things you know I know people that say that oh, it's not too bad mm. and I do it, it, is, it is bad it's, it's terrible in my opinion uh, but oh, whatever I mean it's it will be dealt with and I think uh, what we saw on Twitter and in the press a little bit about the kind of the, this issue about the id thing is going to come back again but the difference between that uh, this and, and the last time it happened was that we've already gone through the courts and the CPS threw it out so yeah. mm-hmm. anyway
4: um, did you did you enjoy the atmosphere before going into the game uh, I did you know what? I got um, I was quite late so I was not I was walking up the high road at about you know within the hour between um, to kick off, and I got on uh, Oxford Circus on the Victoria line to go to Seven Sisters, and I must have saw like one Spurs fan, and I was like, have I, "Is this right? I've got the one wrong day or something?" Because <laughs> it was it was like eerily quiet, and it was still relatively eerily quiet, eerily quiet. Until you got to Bruce Grove, and then it was fucking intense because there was pockets of of just Tottenham, you know, over like talking with scarves up across their face and hoods on, and all the rest of it, just saying right. Yeah, you know, discussing themselves of yes. where Millwall were going to come from. Really, uh, and then obviously Bruce Grove. Outside Bruce Grove was where you know, there was a load of line of police with their dogs and stuff. And then there'd be a little every now and then there'd be a little group of Millwall surrounded by um, police saying, "Right, we're going to take you this, you know, take you down this way. We're going to there's stuff down people down there waiting for you. We're going to avoid this route and that route." Mm. So I, the police must have done a relatively good job because I didn't see anything until I got to the bell, and then it was I just timed it ridiculously wrong, and it was half full of rubberneckers who were just there trying to hold up phones yeah. and see what's going yeah. on as Millwall were being funnelled in. Um but then also the people who would run down from Bruce Grove realizing that the majority of Millwall were, were coming from a different direction and were pretty much at that at that corner, yeah. about to go into the away end. And the the best had to buy it was that there was these got these proper old boys, um, in like the trench coat, like barging their way through, saying Phone's down, lads. No filming today, for fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah. And uh, telling people to put your phone down before I smash it and all the rest of it. Yeah. Uh, and then the smoke bombs started going off and the bangers and all the rest of it. Um, and then it was just a question of having the wait to get in there. And I, look, I managed to squeeze through a couple of police vans to get onto the other side of the road to try and get down the north side. But, yeah, it was intense. It was fun.
5: Oh, yeah, I, was, uh, I, I came out from Seven Sisters and I'd never seen that many police at a, a, certainly a game in England. And I was on a, I think I was on a bus down Seven Sisters High Road and because Millwall were getting escorted, I mean, the bus just sort of terminated and I was sort of getting off the bus and seeing... Police were sort of filming a lot of... Police were filming as well, which they do a lot nowadays. They were filming people with their sort of band... Like, faces covered, all that kind of stuff. And it was, yeah, there was a bit of edge to it. And it was strange, though, because, like, I, I don't condone or, you know, any of the violence and stuff, but there was something about it which was quite sort of, like... Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's yeah, picked up a bit, you're a bit like, oh, this is a bit, it could be a bit tasty. And there was something I enjoyed about it, but of course... I think that's a part of it, that, that is a part of it. I, I think we, we got,
3: the, the, a guy tweeted us, again, I can't remember his name, sorry, but um, he, 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 he talked about uh, me, I, I met with a Millwall fan last week and we did that preview, uh, and kind of romanticising the, the kind of old days of football. And he was like saying, I didn't understand what he meant at the beginning, and, 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 but he was saying... You know the, the old days of football was was a, uh, a time when you know black people felt like they they weren't allowed to come to football. Mm. You know it wasn't place for ethnic minorities. Mm. And then you kind of it did make. It, usually I I can kind of pass people's opinions of my opinions of football off and just think look this is the way I feel and this is the way you feel. But in this instance, I thought you know maybe you know you can, i can see where he was coming from but what i was saying when i when i romanticize about the old ways of football is is, is the is the lack of gentrification that was about mm, then and, and that, yeah. Uh, yeah and it's more about the working class aspects of the sport
4: it's it's also a uh, a generation thing because because i've never really got to experience that and i mean you experience you know, parts of it you tell the story about when you, you know, go into man city with, yeah. with your old man and stuff and yeah. You know, my old man talks about going to you know Bristol Rovers and stuff like that. When it was, you know, it was, it was rough. You oh. know, it, so the way I, the why, reason why I romanticise about it, or or sometimes look back at it wistfully, so to speak, is because it it's something I can relate to. Then with my old man, when talking about about football, because yeah. he doesn't go anymore. He doesn't go to football anymore because he, he feels it's it's not for him anymore. Yeah. You know, um, and I could have a proper conversation with him about Sunday because you know he's not a Tottenham fan, but he was. Just as excited to talk about it as as um as I was just because it was a big game for Spurs. So I think that's I think that's a big reason as well.
3: You know, I I say that what I just said as well. And I, I don't remember once when I was a kid, from about eighty five onwards, uh hearing anything like what Millwall West Ham and previously um Chelsea have done. I nothing anything like mm. that. No, Monkey noises, no uh, targeting anybody and any particular. The only thing I have heard is the kind of anti the homophobic stuff mm. against Brighton, which wasn't great. But um, you know, generally Tottenham have actually been quite an inclusive club. You can go back to the black shirts, which is like the um, I can't remember the guy's name, but it was kind of like a neo-Nazi mm. uh, movement. Mo-
5: M- Moseley. Mosley yeah. That's it.
3: That's it. Moseley, and they wanted to march through. Um, they wanted to march through Tottenham. As a part of their their movement, their political uh, ideologies that they wanted to uh, propagate, but um, they weren't it wasn't allowed in Tottenham, and that not necessarily fans but the people of Tottenham. Um, you know, it's you know West Germany played a game against England at, uh, at White Hart Lane, and you know the swastikas were um, swastikas mm. were flown above White High Lane Stadium and some geezer climbed up and tore them down. You know, Tottenham has, has historically always been quite an inclusive club. I get that there are elements of our support that are going to feel differently about that, but the fact is, historically, that remains that. And um, we've always been on the, the wrong end of... No, I guess the wrong terminology. We've always been subjected to racist abuse and generally rarely kind of been the ones that, that, that perpetuate it.
4: Saturday, um, and to be fair... When you looked at it Saturday, and as much as um, you know, I got caught up in the in the majority of the of it. You know, just bef- trying to get into the ground, that wasn't really massively different to what to what it was. Tottenham Arsenal last year. In fact, Tottenham Arsenal last year was worse because um, the way the police followed us in and they messed it up and ended up following in about 150 of us, literally within a. Um, <coughs> You know, fifty centimeters of each other, and and that's where did the punches it, are thrown. You know, did
3: everyone see the um the the video that did rounds of the Tottenham fan getting clumped by a Millwall? Yes. Yeah. All right. So there's got a question from Ben underscore Lawless. He says, if you were there, would you have backed it for the lad who got clumped by a Millwall fan? He was a mug, but is he still one of our own?
1: I don't know. I don't think I would have done anything. I, could, I don't think I would have helped him out. If I don't, I don't know him, I am sorry. Sorry. But not no. even. But not even that
4: it was it's two of you and you're arm in arm singing we hate Millwall whilst a load you're not even they're not even across the road they are walking past you What he deserved it
1: exactly he fucking deserved
5: it that's
1: nothing to do with them being Millwall fans either that's just them being uh, it could be any it's just that against Millwall they're more likely to react you just they had to be out of their fucking mind if they'd been like hippies and you'd be going I fucking hate hippies a hippie or a couple
4: of like 13, 14 year old kids or something who didn't know any better I don't know but Do you you know what made me laugh about the video was they saw him stop they stopped they stopped singing it and it was just like for a second the the, the older guy or the bigger guy um, who was arm in arm with the guy who got punched you can see him suddenly even though it's the back edge you can just see by how rigid his body goes shit
3: (laughs) uh, There's two things here one the one on the bloke the bloke on the left was old enough to know better Mm -hmm. he he must understand what Mill is they were so gleefully smug In saying what we ate Millwall, as they're fucking walking by, it deserved. I think they deserved Mm. worse. And fuck no, I wouldn't have helped them because you're fucking. You're you're not. I wouldn't have helped them because you're embarrassing our club. Mm. You're embarrassing our fan base. Don't behave like that certainly not without a fucking police line in front of you,
2: <laughs> you <laughs> yeah I mean? exactly yeah
3: <laughs>
5: you just you just, you're Some asking things, for don't, trouble don't don't give it unless you can take it like if you're doing something yeah. like that you are asking for trouble so in that, in yeah, that if, sense, then yeah. if you're if you're Sorry, rock hard
3: and you want to then fight then fine but they clearly weren't and one got lamp, the other one tried to help him up almost instantly then another guy next to him kind of shuffling along to him you're just like what you've done actually if you look at it you've you've embarrassed yourself mm. because you're goading them the most embarrassing part of that one and it ain't like the guy then filled them in No, he just whacked him once taught 20%. him a lesson and walked off
4: and it's not like everyone else uh, like people around him then use it as an excuse to try and have a firearm because they all just walk past and laugh at the same time yeah. and I think what's what's the shame is what I mean the shame and I mean the, the the pity of it is that you then look at the reports about that once that video gets taken off of social media and put into the mainstream media of the moment of violent thug punched a young Spurs... Millwall Thug punched a young Spurs fan. Yeah. When that guy's, you know... This, this, what, uh, what the headline should be
3: is, guy acts like a cunt and gets slapped. Yeah. That's, that's what it should, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, it was fucking... I, was, I watched it and I thought, yeah, you, you know, you asked for that. And you asked for it. You know, it's like when you're in a group of mates. You're a group of mates. You go out and one at, one's that's like a bell and gets a slap. You don't go to the other bloke, oh, sorry for slapping. You go, what the fuck were you playing at last yeah. night? That... Yeah. It was the same thing. Yeah. I was just if. It was, it just, it made us look silly. Yes. It made us look silly that we'd, beha- and that prob- we'd I, behave you know like arrogant pricks. Mm.
4: Oh. And I bet it probably happened. Uh, that's the one time it's been caught on camera once. I mean, uh, there was probably... He
1: won't do it again. He's, it. Learned, he's learned a valuable lesson. There, there <laughs> is a lesson
4: for everybody there. That, that ultimately,
3: just don't goad it. Like, don't... Oh, anyway, fuck it. I've said my piece. Anyway, uh, we're going to uh, preview Southampton in the first half. We do the news roundup also. And we've got some quick fire questions now we got Windy. Yeah.
0: Windy to the fucking knowledge, I see you got Hello, wonderful people of Coys Land, and welcome to Windy's weekly youth update looking at our young players and players out on loan. I apologize for my voice, I've got a cold, although I know from talking to people at the live show that there's nothing some of you love more than a windy youth update with a cold. So I should lay it on thick, really, shouldn't I? Um, no, I'm going to plough through. Starting off at the low knees. Will Miller wasn't involved with Burton Albion, but he started for our under-23s this week. More on that later. Luke McGee played in Peterborough's 2-1 home defeat to Oxford. Clinton G was a 67th-minute sub for Marseille. They won 3-0. Con Ogilvy played 90 minutes and Ryan Loft was an unused sub as Stevenage won 2-0 at Luton. Shayna Harrison was an unused sub as Yeovil won 3-1 at Morecambe. Anton Walks was on the bench for Atlanta United as they beat Minnesota United 6-1. And Luke Amos was an unused sub again for Southend. The under-18s have an exciting FA Youth Cup semi-final match against Chelsea tonight, that's Tuesday night. So by the time you're listening, you're listening to this, you would have probably heard what's gone on in that one. The second leg is on Saturday at 5.15 at Stamford Bridge. Fingers crossed for a win over the two legs. It's a huge game, really excited for it. I uh, just hope we play to, the, play to our potential and, uh, and and scrape through. The under-18s' Phase 2 fixtures have been announced. So at this time of year, uh, the leagues are divided into North and South, and at this point, teams from 1st to 4th, 5th to 8th, and 9th to 12th get... Uh, ...put together in mini-leagues. So we finished 7th, so we're with the teams from 5th f- uh, to 8th in the from the South and North Leagues. That means we are playing Stoke, Middlesbrough, Norwich, Everton, Fulham, Derby and Aston Villa. Uh, so, yeah, fingers crossed we'll get some good results between now and the end of the season... ...as our form hasn't been entirely consistent. The under-23s beat Reading 4-0 at Stevenage. It was a very strong team with some of our loneys back uh, playing for that side and also Carter Vickers, Onomar and Edwards all dropping down and playing in that one. Dolls came from Loft, Onomar, Brown and Tracy and Miller had a penalty saved. Uh, after the match, Igor Ekiog said, ''The scoreline does sound comfortable, but it wasn't that way. Certainly not watching from the sideline. Powell made clean technical saves that he made look easier than they were.'' And in the second half, he was probably our most competent player. That's it for this week. If you're interested in more young players, follow me on Twitter at WindyCoys. That's Coys for coming You Spurs. Second half of the Fighting Cup
3: podcast. Thank you very much for joining us once again. Uh, thank you, Windy.
5: Well done, Wendy. Cheers, man. Lots of
3: uh, youth update news as per usual. Uh, is he going
5: tomorrow? I'm... I imagine he'll be going tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow.
3: He'll be going to the 18th. Eight... Nice. nice, Ted. You can come back. 1882 uh, <laughs> at the lane against Chelsea, under 18s. Go and see it. £5. Pounds. Um, Pixel chap did an amazing poster. That was it? brilliant. Yeah. It was. God, he's just fucking good. He's just really, chap. He really is. He, he's. We've got two designers that are kind of involved in the fighting cock. One would be uh, with Barry Slater. Uh, who's going to be sorting the fanzine out very shortly. We- <laughs> Big fan of Barry. Yeah. What's this? It's fanzine? Amazing. Yeah, next, uh, Fanzine 6 is coming out, um, but uh, we haven't got much news on that yet, it's going to be about you know, six weeks, seven weeks away, about as long as Hurricane's out. it will be, <laughs> <laughs> be back soon, I'm up for pre-order in about a month's time. Um, two things to tell you about, uh, we've got new t-shirts in there, uh, one of our illustrators, again, someone who contacted us, Daniel Metzen, who is an amazing, amazing illustrator, has, uh, has produced Three T-shirts, uh, three T-shirt designs. One of Harry Kane, one of Eric Dyer and one of Deli Alley in um, iconic moments in, in in Spurs' recent history. Uh, it was one of, uh, of Dyer standing over a um, cr- crumpled Giroud. Although you can't see Giroud <laughs> in it, so don't worry, you're not going to have Giroud on your T-shirt. Yeah. Uh, there's Deli Alli's strike against Palace and I think it's um, Harry Kane's uh, celebration against Arsenal when he ripped the mask off that, that amazing amazing goal still to this day it's the fantastic. wildest I've ever celebrated a yeah. goal in all my life it was incredible um, so check those out at cave forward slash t-shirts also we're, we're sponsored by Bet on Brazil if you fancy a bet with these lots they will punt uh, you, you can punt up to uh, 60 quid and they'll match your uh, your your original deposit I had a go
4: did you? Yeah. Did you win? No. Uh, what did you bet on? <laughs> uh, I went on Harry Kane, first goal scorer. How much did you work on? Uh, well, it was money, but I won from the Barca game. Did you use? A, did oh, you okay. use TFC sixty to get? I your, did. Yeah, and they worked. Uh yeah yeah it worked yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, my stuff
3: didn't
1: but yeah it worked <laughs>
3: obviously you've got Cheltenham at uh, at the moment um uh, you know there's a big big week of racing so does that
1: work in Cheltenham as well no yeah, if there's the markets we,
3: available to it? yeah. your account I presume yeah yeah okay. yeah so um yeah they they'll, they'll they'll give you another 60 quid to bet with um and by putting in TFC 60 it helps us um what are you laughing at I was just
1: laughing at Alex cracking open another beer
3: Alex, <laughs> right. is, Alex is on his fifth beer um, which so far you've, you've, you've done fine oh, hey, it's I mean done. the reaction last time has scarred you somewhat well it's
4: not it's just you know there's people on there's, some people are just mean yeah. that's all it was they're right. not mean they're truthful <laughs> no no anyway okay. Fair enough. Uh,
3: Southampton we've got uh, we've got to play them um, they've signed uh, Italian striker Gabbiadini <laughs> um, who you know you've been banned from talking about Italian football yeah, because 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 uh, uh, he does the accent no no T okay. says T said that um, you're not allowed to talk about Italian football and i will give you 50 quid towards your Waves Charity, yeah. which I, I didn't realize. We talked in the in the break. Yeah. There was like a 600-700 seven hundred
5: pound boost. Close to well. seven
1: hundred quid in a week. The that's amazing,
5: fine listeners. I mean, fucking brilliant. God bless all of you. Yeah. Done that. You've done Thank genuinely you. so a good thing. We can't answer any questions because I was wanting to ask you about.
1: Oh no, you can. Yeah. Yeah. No,
3: you I, can because we're asking you. You haven't volunteered. No, yeah, that's fine. I
1: haven't volunteered up. Yeah, but he's, yeah. I'm um I'm a i am i am ai have problems judging myself now with football because I was convinced gabudini wasn't that great well what was he, what was his get uh, two questions right That's amazing I mean he no. didn't stand out in, in Italy did he he's never done anything really he's never done anything which convinced me that he was a consistent goal scorer mm. who was who would score goals from inside the box he's always his technical ability has never been in doubt but he's always been a kind of wide forward who would cut in yeah. uh, onto his left foot and do something Magical once every now and then. I mean, he's he's been good enough for Juve to to take to buy fifty percent share of him in the kind of hope that something would come across. How does that work? So it's it's he's he, so he, he, has, he, was he, he signed it. from where? He signed from he signed for Napoli from Sampdoria and Juve. So they bought Napoli bought out this whole percent. And who
3: did Southampton buy him from?
1: Napoli. Napoli. Uh, and so Juve.
3: As a club, own a part of
1: him. Yeah, it's something Juve do quite often. They will. Why is it like, allowed? But it's not the big clubs, though, don't they?
4: It's
3: not
1: allowed, though. I thought that was the point. In Italy, people will have shares in players, and then it's will. and then and then it's <laughs> up to uh, a club to buy out that share. But it, how, it, what it works is it's a kind of like a loan system. Like someone like Berardi, who's at who's at Sassuolo. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he he's owned by Juve pretty much owned by Juve but he's there playing and it's just like a way for big clubs to like so he also helps support the smaller teams but then in the end they get the player back mm. but yeah he was so he was good enough for Juve to put to own a bit of him but he's never been amazing and when he signed for Samp when he signed for sorry when he signed for Southampton I thought he was just going to be like you know just like a, a kind of a tadditch figure mm. who would be hot for a couple of games do something and then mm. disappear but he seems to be playing quite central for Southampton
4: yeah D- do you not think that, this is why I love this is one of the reasons why I love football though is because and it's the same with Janssen you know people you know we had um, Priya you know did, did, did yeah. with, with Priya running you know singing praises on the rest of it and it hasn't really Priya happened what, just yet <laughs> what? Priya who? I don't know certainly oh I thought it was Priya Rodney quite <laughs> <laughs> sorry go on, go on. Um, uh, and yet you've got someone like uh, like Gabby which when he was signed you know not just from Unibardi yeah. but you know on the, the Twitterverse and, and all the rest of it seeing as didn't really Make any headlines or crash any waves, you know what I mean? And, and yeah, yet but, he's gone on and.
1: But let's do a little pinch of salt, he's he's you know he's done he's had a good first month. Yeah. I mean, Amizaki had an amazing yeah. first month. So <laughs> sometimes it does happen. It clicks that a player will do. But, well. but what I, I would say is that Southampton's uh, development of players
3: and their uh, and their acquisition of players has been f- f- phenomenal. It's been pretty mm-hmm. strong, yeah. Yeah, I mean you think of Van Dijk, uh, Wanyama... Mane. Um, Mane you know they know how their, their scouting network is excellent yeah. their development of youth players is excellent so they've seen something in Gabbiadini and you can tell it wasn't Paul Mitchell it was Paul Mitchell I doubt Southampton would have signed Soko and Jansen so you know something's happened at Southampton there and has been happening over the last decade for them to have a network that would ensure that they would buy players that are of sufficient quality in order them to achieve the goals yeah. that they realistically can and um, Again, despite losing lots of players, Mane was the, the kind of figurehead player last year. Um, they lost Kooman, lost Pochettino, and, and maybe 12 or 13 key first team players. And they continue to perform well. They haven't done as well this season, this season as they've done the last couple. But without Kane, can you see us cause uh, uh, them causing problems at White Hart Lane next next Sunday? Well, they were the last team to beat us at White Hart Lane. Yeah, but that was during the, we were we fell off massively mm. Ted what, what what do you think no
5: I, I you know they've got some again, Gabby Deans in form I've always liked Redmond but like we're, I, I, we're at home I still about Kane think we should, like, we'll we get three points the thing is at Tottenham right
3: defensively we've been so good like we we let in two weak goals against Everton um, and one of them was because Vertonghen fell over nine times out of ten he wouldn't have fallen over and would have. we wouldn't have conceded that goal that Lukaku scored at White Lane, Lane last week, um, and then the other free kick we just switched off massively, which seemed a bit of an anomaly in our, uh, defensively in our season this year. Um, I don't think the teams that we have beaten at Wire Lane we've smashed to bits. So you think of Burnley, um, Stoke, Stoke <coughs> West know, Brom, West Brom, you know, they're all teams that have been difficult for other teams to beat, but we've beaten convincingly. We don't need to beat them 4 0 in order to get the points. They're going to find it difficult to score against us, and we will always score a goal at White Hart lane. So, I think against Southampton, we can cope with that. They have got Shane Long, who, as we know, is we quality. know you, I mean, I
4: like him, but.
5: Yeah, I like um, Shane Long. He He's done brilliant much
4: for, for a while. But, um, yeah, <laughs> what I mean, my general point with Southampton is that I think um, they have players and they have a, a team and a system that is uh, wily enough. To cause us problems. If that makes sense, you know, there's, there's a little. There seems to be a little bit more intelligence about the way they set up. They seem to be able to set up differently against different teams. Um
5: So they're unlucky in the final, to be fair. I mean
4: Yeah, and I think they've. I think they'll. I think they'll cause us problems. But I think you're right. You know, we should still. We especially coming off the result we've just come off of. You know, there's no reason why we, we can be score against their points. defense.
1: They're, they're leaking goals. Yeah. It's one of the key things here. They're, they're conceding goals. Font went to West Ham. Van Dyke's out. Van Dyke out he's the season I think okay. oh is he really sweet there you go they've they got Yoshida I think and, and the they,
4: young lad that's come in he's actually yeah. done quite well to be yeah. fair
1: but I, I, think, I think they're weak enough in defence for us to to make a go of it I would personally start with Janssen up front I'd put Jansen at a spearhead with Eriksson and Ali behind him really? probably, I agree Yeah, probably the closest to Kane playing Sun he won't he'll start he won't. with Sun he'll though. start with Sun yeah. but I
5: would go with Janssen. I think it might be that it'll be Ericsson behind those two is more of a two yeah yeah I think I, I think you'll see those, those I think you're right really I'd, high up the pitch. I'd
4: like to see Janssen start and mainly because with the young I forget the young lad's name Stevens? yeah it's, it's, it's the centre half yeah. I think so okay. um, I, I think Janssen might actually be able to, to bully him a little bit and it might, actually might let Janssen do what he does what he seems to be able to be best at doing has yeah. not been quite as effective against probably better opposition. And I think he might actually be able to do that against it's, a younger lad. There's two aspects, isn't there, to Jansen's game. One, he's
3: finishing, as we saw last season. I know it's in the in the Dutch league, which is
4: weak. But his strength is one of the things I have been impressed with and you saw it at Middlesbrough away uh, Middlesbrough away yeah. Um, yeah. this season where you know he's up against uh, a relatively young inexperienced defender mm-hmm. that he he purposely tried made sure that he was against you know and, and I think he got both assists in the, in the end I mean his son pretty much assisted himself in the end but yeah. he started that move um, so I think it could be but I think you're right he, he will start
5: with who would some you, Who would you start with up, up front? I'd probably start with some
3: but I I, I can see the attraction in starting with Jansen on the back of him scoring and again like just I mean we talked about it briefly but he, the finesse in which he, he, he just passed that ball into the net that isn't a player who's shit that's a player who has within him the the kind of decorum to score a goal that way um, I, I think that he'll get opportunities against Borough that will, will further boost his confidence and, and set us up for the rest of the
4: season. so, if happens, so you mean, sorry.
3: yeah. Sorry, yeah. yeah. So uh, I think um, I, I think he'll start with Son but I wouldn't be I wouldn't be like doing backflips if if, if starts. Well, if
4: you're Son and you don't start after scoring that trick and you don't start, that's that's day, you, yeah, know I mean? just, you know what I think
3: what we see, what we want in Kane's absence, is an out-and-out striker that can perform and it's something that we haven't seen in Jansen so far but um, yeah I think Ted that I think the sun will start but I kind of like the idea of Jansen yeah
5: no, now you've both pitched it very well I'm just wondering changing my mind but no I'm gonna he's <laughs> got a hat trick I'd go, with, I'd go with those, I think we're, we're all fine with that are yeah absolutely I'm happy either way
3: alright yeah. well we, we will see you Sunday afternoon again on television um, we've got to be up there fucking are on TV again or what?
4: was it BT or Sky yeah <sighs>
3: Guy. but but the plan might pump but you know you get it's it's paid South out going. for every team every game that you, you you appear on
1: that's why we're always in the Europa League because it automatically puts us on TV a lot so mm. it's tactical by Daniel Levy directly <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> ok fair enough uh, we've got some news so it's a new feature on the Fighting Cock podcast we go through uh, some of the stories that have been talked about about Tottenham uh, just to do a little round up don't spend ages talking about it. just give mm-hmm. brief thoughts on each one so the first one manchester city linked with a move for ali and rose um there was a story um i can't remember the, the website sorry but it's 125 million they look to spend on rose and ali what well, just good team linked with good players yeah. Flash, Cash in. 125 million i mean, the fullback problem at man city would suggest that they would look at i think both walker and rose and it will cost upwards of 125 million to buy both There's not many, insane it's a lot of yeah. money I mean, it's a lot th- of money I mean, there's, there, but there's not
4: many teams in Europe who shouldn't be looking at Danny Rose
3: You know, or, or Walker
5: yeah. but I used to look at what they were saying from Barcelona They could use a right back the
4: Delhi Alli story has is is purely come from Gareth Bale saying yeah I think he's a really good player yeah. and that's turned into Bale begs Madrid to go and sign Delhi Alli
1: 125 mil that's a lot of money we, we, we would sell we would sell, of course. I, I mean, yeah. would
4: you, actually, would you, uh, as, as fans,
3: accept as it?
1: as a owner of a football club, as Mauricio Pochettino, I would sell. 125 mil, I would sell, and if you got guarantees that you could reinvest, of course. What if you had to choose between uh, the two, though? Personally, oh, no, God. I wouldn't do it. Of course, yeah, not. yeah, I know. You're, you're but person. as a football, as if I was playing Football Manager and 125 mil, yes, I'm sorry. They've, they've but then me. I just don't think you can buy. Well, unless no, we've got so opposite. But think we, you we can got buy Ali for well, we signed Ali for five million pounds. We got Rose for like two million. That are. If you if you've got oh. the right scouting in place and the right way to do, it. which we don't seem to have, which we don't have. No, no, do you know what <laughs>
4: though? I, I would um, if you had to choose. So say 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 you could you could afford to keep one. Yeah. You know, even with the money off of it, you could afford to keep one. I think as much as Danny Rose is my favourite Tottenham player, and, and he's probably my favourite Tottenham player since Gareth Bale. Um, I think I'd sell Rose because I think it's. You've seen what he's gone from and what he's been turned into. Mm. I think there's more of an opportunity to take someone and turn them into a Danny Rose type player yeah. than there is someone like Danny well, Allen. I'm who so is...
3: much more confident about Davies now that Pochettino's had some time to, to, to work. I'm not look, don't he's, give me still, your... he's still
4: had his moments, and, look, and I know I've given him some stick and yeah. I said I said the other day that, you know, look, full credit to him against um what's the game before Millwall? Stoke, 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 I can't remember. Everton? Oh, Everton, yeah. sorry, oh, yeah. Everton. Um, you know, done, done well, you know, and went into the, 50-50s properly.
3: He has limited limitations to his game, but he, he, he seems to be able to apply yes.
4: the tactics right. Yeah. And, that, and that's... But that's what I mean, you've got that yeah, opportunity, right. I think someone, at left back, I think there's a position that you can coach someone into, rather as a number 10, it's, it's a bit more difficult.
5: I so really, I really like mean? that left, um, I, I, I I just keep, keep, keep them both. Keep I, lo- them. I love him, I love him, I love him. I, love him. <laughs> I mean, the story's... Bullshit. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, just but
3: this is the thing is. as fans, we don't care about the money. We want yeah. we want players that we love and we do love Delhi and we do love, and we do love uh, a rose. The last thing we want to see is them leave. Um, yeah. So, all uh, right. Next, The next one is uh, construction costs on Tottenham Hotspur. FC's new stadium has spiralled and Brexit is being at least partly blamed. So, this is originally planned that it would cost between 400 and 450 million. And apparently the costs have spiraled to 800 million and the cost of importing is has been partly to blame for that. Mm-hmm. Firstly, I thought
4: that uh, the, the impact of Brexit hadn't, it doesn't taken an effect until... Well, of course pounds. it does.
1: Of course the pounds it does. Is, um, the pound has got weaker. Okay, beta.
4: yeah, it's it's mental. I mean, I work for an American company at the minute and the dollar's at, what, 121, 122 <laughs> at the minute? It's ridiculous. We've just, you know, we've just, as a company, have just had our biggest price rise in 25 years. Mm. This it's about pass on the customer. You can't You can't pretend that but it's double? not going to... More than double. I mean, you're talking nearly 60%. Wow. So Man. it is to blame, you think. I, I know, I, I can only talk from for my industry, which I'm not going to go into now, but I just mean if you're involved with an industry that works in dollars or any, any type of currency that is reliant on dollar, um, then yes, can you, can you really compare dildos to uh, <laughs> building stadiums? No, you can't, but... <laughs> you know you have to you have to take what's relevant in your life and apply it <laughs> I
1: think the I think the thing was, I think Donna Cullen said something about the prices were the contract was done like a few years ago and things do change in business obviously the high this is a, a headline so they kind of build it up things in construction change price of cement price of steel goes up and yeah, down, do
3: yeah.
1: but um, whether it's because of Brexit or it probably is in part to do with Brexit but it's probably just economical things anyway it's the economy changing anything to add Ted? no, I, no think right.
5: it's, uh, I think you said it there
1: I just hope the first two little stories there won't be linked <laughs> <laughs> yeah Jesus Christ uh, Danny Rose and Ali they're going to be one column one side of the stadium has <laughs> got to be paid just with their money
3: I don't think they've won I think they'd be heartbroken if they mm. had to leave both of them mm-hmm. uh, Sheridan says that Kane and Dele have uh, don't have to leave Spurs to win trophies what do you think? I Easy, mean, um, right?
5: I, I think that this is why I keep banging on about. It. So I think the FA Cup is so important. I think if we can win that this year. It really shows them that yeah, we can win stuff at Spurs. Um, so I, I think yeah, that's why I think it's so big. It's yeah, massive. Let's have right for me the FA Cup. So big, fuss
3: now. is in a weird situation at the moment because he's done an amazing, amazing job. right? Like, like a Spurs fans, you can't. There are some people that dig him out, uh, and the, I don't understand those people very well. But he is going to come to a situation where you think, well, Pochettino now has to kick off uh, and, and maybe bring home some bacon.
5: He has oh, to win it as much. He has to win the trophy as much for himself because you know, he's been linked with sort of big, big jobs. And, but people are saying, oh, but he's done great but he hasn't won anything yet. Yet. So it's, it's it won. D- For the record,
3: I'm fine with us yeah. carrying on in this way for the next five years. I'll be okay with that. I mean, it's so much better. But, I've got,
1: well, I, I'm gosh. not sure whether I would be happy going five more years without winning something because then that, that, that's a long time without a cup. I'm very happy with Pochettino the way he's lifted our team to a level where we are now. It's an incredible level. But I think we do need to start seeing some kind of trophies. I guess you? the
3: section is, is uh, the, the, the question is: is how long do you stay grateful, and how long do you do you, do you become expectant? And yeah. I guess the the, the the warning signs of what's happening at Arsenal, yes. but that's been twenty years as opposed to four mm-hmm. or five. So I think he's got a little grace period still, but I don't know how I don't know how long because some people are already I don't know how, but we're second in the league and they still kind of a little bit. Uh,
4: that's my point, and I, and I know. and I know everyone has their own you know has different views about football but I can't I can't grasp the fact of of where we've come from you know what I watched today is I watched on YouTube I watched Neville a YouTube clip of Gary Neville tearing us apart after we'd lost to to, to home
5: to Newcastle yeah. yeah yeah
4: and then I watched the bit where he, he you know, praised us I think after we would beat I can't remember who it was that we beat but saying how he'd changed and how Pochettino had gotten rid of the capoos and that the rest and wrestling and changed it and I know you can't live off of that forever but I can't remember you know I remember there was a time during AVB's reign when, when I felt like uh, I had my club back in inverted commas and um and looking back at it now, was probably, I was probably clutching at straws a little bit. The whole we is us thing, you know, and you just get that kind of pack mentality. I think and, we all did that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and people saying about, oh, he's got to win a trophy now. And there's so many journalists, you know, writing stories about, you know, that you know, this is Pochettino, he has to win a trophy this year or next year. No, no he does He doesn't have to do anything because what he has to do is dependent on what we feel... As fans about our club In terms of what Levy wants him to do He would have been given targets and goals Like you are in any business In any job that you're given You would have been given cake You know KPIs and all the rest of it That you have to meet Cake KPIs (laughs) uh, To to meet And I'm sure it's no different with him But in terms of fans You know I I can't remember feeling this way About time. It's not just down the the team; It's about the type of players that we have Young players and people that have come through So surely he should get more grace time than what you would normally give to a a, a top 6 team that are suddenly come in. You're talking from a third. fan's
1: point of view. We've got yeah. we got the on paper probably the best 11 we've seen when we beat Chelsea on paper our best 11 beats pretty much everybody else in the league. But at home, at home. But there's only a certain amount of time that these players will continue to believe in Pochettino. There'll come a point where they'll want to leave. Someone like Sanchez is at Arsenal. And, you know, Arsenal, whatever they're achieving, isn't they're enough. They're the league, buddy. I but, know, no, but this is for San- Sanchez. He's won two FA Cups at Arsenal. And yeah. that's not enough for him. If we want winners, winners won't continue to stay around with a team that, yes, we're second in the league, but we're not really in a title race, if you know what I mean. Yeah, But I then agree. what's the ceiling, then? Because you could say the same thing. We won the league. We want
3: winners. Winners want to win the league every year. Yeah. So where, where do you become satisfied with what you've got and... And, and needing more. Well, you, you never, work.
1: you never do become satisfied. Uh, uh, someone who's into doing drugs or whatever, they never, you never. You're always, you're always chasing to. Repeat but you're, it.
4: you're talking about. A, you're, I think you're talking about a very, a, you know, a one or two percent of people who are always like that. You, know, you I'm talking at, about the players? I'm talking about. Yeah, the I'm not talking about players yeah. as well. You look at people like the Sanchez's and the O's, will say at, at Arsenal. Yeah. Um, but we don't have those players here as much as you know we look at Kane and Ali and and these types of players these because are players, they
1: haven't become those players exactly yet. but
4: what i'm saying is they've come from different you know from different beginnings so what i'm saying is they will give more time to to yeah. that credence of do you know what we're building a team uh, you're right i agree with you by the way in terms of you know of players as a group They'll, they'll be talking to each other as a group about wanting to win something and win something quickly yeah. what I'm saying is I think they will give it a bit more time than they would do if you were a Sanchez or an Osor or a World Cup winner that type of thing
3: um, Ted er- er- Ericsson has uh, has praised the impact of Wanyama and it says it frees him up to be a much more attacking yeah. uh, how do you feel about it?
5: Well Wanyama yeah he's been a great signing um, I don't, we all didn't think that he'd probably be starting but he's been, he's been a monster for us um, only player who's who's who uh he's was second best to this season anyway when when you met him and I'm like I know you get sort of flat but I'm like a big fan of, a big fan of Ericsson I think he makes us tick yeah. interesting Pochettino did interview he's, he's much more when he goes to speaks in Spain Pochettino he's much more sort of open than with the English press I think he's very really yeah he's 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 a lot of me did a radio phone in what like, he was saying oh you know it was like we were uh it was like less was the Cinderella story. He's much more open, you know. He didn't have
3: There's, a recent Spurs, Spurs, on on Twitter. He, he sometimes uh, translates mm. the the the, the, yeah. the the Spanish interviews that Pochettino gives. And you're right, he's he much more fluid yeah. it's much more. You get to, to know the man behind it. And, yeah. and you're right about Ericsson And
5: he was he referred to Eriksson um, as the brain. He calls him the brain. Well, he really gets taken off? I mean, that wasn't that he didn't start Monaco. Where I remember, but. Yeah, I think when Wanyama's you know, he's 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 been a monster and yeah, and now Ericsson is playing slightly further out the pitch. He's once.
0: glorious
4: Wanyama, he's he's a bit of me, I love everything about him. Yeah. If I was to be a professional footballer, I'd I'd i want to be just like Victor Wanyama. I think we know exactly what Wanyama has brought to the team and we weren't expecting him
3: to be as influential in the middle of the park as he has been, and you think he's as important about uh, to our defensive record as as out of Um but he, it, it was interesting that Ericsson said that you know, it frees him out to be attacking. He doesn't have to worry as much about his de- defensive uh, responsibilities and the fact that he's been... You know, he, he's run more more kilometres than any other uh, player in the Premier League. Uh, Ericsson? Yeah, which it's is surprising. Yeah. Stat, I mean, what what is would I mean, about I mean, it, just, sorry, sorry, one, one final thing, right, uh, is that is that um, we, we, we I personally have dug Ericsson out for a long time and he's formed... Pretty much since the Sesko Moscow game at Wimbledon, at Wimbledon, sorry Wembley, has been um, has been superb. So credit where it's due. I was critical with him. I've been massively impressed. His assist for Ali was glorious. Um, he sh- he's showing the kind of verve and inventiveness that the, you know. With the reasons why we bought him, you know, long may it continue. I don't want to be fucking right about Eric. So I don't want right. to. I don't want to fucking think. Oh, all right, he's shit, and therefore I'm going to stick to that. I'm... I love it. I love the fact that you're playing brilliantly.
4: I, one thing I will say about Ericsson is... Great goal against Millwall as well. Yeah, it was. And, yeah, and you're right, the assist for Ali was, was just... I mean, I've watched, it, I've watched it back purposefully two or three times now to see if you can see where that pass is coming from. Because Ali makes his run quite late. Um, but that's just, a, it's just a, a knowledge that they have. One thing I, I just want to say quickly about Ericsson is that the last few weeks, you've seen him going up trying to win second balls... Which is just something that you've never seen him do You know, Rick has, has said, you know, a lot over the last couple of years About, you know, not going into tackles and not, and not going into challenges He should be, should be winning And second ball, particularly headers as well particularly, And at Wembley against Ghent, he did it two or three times And he's really, he's really pushed that part of his game
1: is brilliant he's uh, much more than just muscle he's very intelligent in the way he plays and he you're right he's a massive part in how we're playing at the moment
4: his technique seems to have
3: improved as well like against, South Hunts, uh, no, against
1: uh, Everton he's not played a couple curling of job. Right. Yeah,
3: travelling with the ball Yeah, yeah. It's passing, yeah and he's, he's his great. shooting's been much better as well ok so we've got some questions uh, swim, Swimming in a Pipe Dream uh, from Reddit he says when just the league and the semi-finals of the cup is left to play rotation is going to be limited so can we get quick fire answers on the fringe players we've seen this year whether they're now in the first team or need more time or loan or, or be sold so do they need more time should they be loaned or should they be sold so Vimmer sold sold, sold. I think they need more time uh, I'd Cart- like to give them a bit Carter Vickers loan. loaned loaned more time loaned I agree uh, Trippier keep, I don't like keep first them. team keep First
4: half against the first half against Millwall, he was he was pony.
1: <laughs> shocking his first touch. He's... No, but
4: his first touch was his positioning wasn't though, and no, you he, saw him. Yeah. There was from there was one from when um, when Millwall had, Millwall had attacked, and they, I think I'm not sure whether they'd had a corner or a free kick in our end, um, and he'd ended up in a in a sort of left backy sort of position. And, and he purposely paid the ball back and slowed the play down to make sure that he got back out to the right wing-back position to go wide and get our shape back again. Yeah. He's someone that follows direction very well, and that's obviously something that Poch values.
3: Absolutely. He, he's, his understanding of Pochettino's tactics was absolutely spot on. He's just his quality in that first half wasn't. But he didn't let that get him down, and he nope. continued to play his game, and the assist for uh, Son's second goal was... Fucking peach, right? Mm-hmm. If David Beckham played that ball. You'd be, you know, it would be like,
1: you know, he, he, his quality in, in delivering that ball. He's had like, two good assists this year: that one and the Watford one.
4: Yeah, yeah, two, two Watford, Watford ones, really.
3: So, what, as a backup fullback who can apply himself exactly to the way Pochettino wants him to be applied, Perfect. and has the the talent within him to to find forwards from range and from close range. Um, as a backup for fullback you fucking just keep him You know, yeah. he's, he's, he's perfect he's
4: a really. better deputy to Kyle Walker than Ben Davis is a better yeah, deputy agree, to Danny Graves. I agree too yeah absolutely uh, Winks oh, that's <laughs> what I'm about saying yeah. uh, on a mark he's got sold. <laughs> of it sold he's not good enough he's not good enough and I I, I don't yeah. I love all Spurs players he, he's just not good enough get him it's- out of my club
5: <laughs> Yeah, as well yeah I'm out it. Not for his. He, he wants to his position is, is a number eight, Let and he Bay can't do it. it. Sorry, I, I just, I just think he's. I just think that you know. Again, you, people like Kane and stuff. I just think he needs. I think he, he needs. I know a lot of. So I'm trying to wrap this up quickly. I know there's a lot of uh, push things like I want to keep the players around, me. I don't want to go like nasty habits. He's someone I think he needs to go out on loan and play some games. All I right. agree. I agree.
3: I, agree. Right. I, I take a loan at this stage. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like. I'm he's not... still
1: young enough to come back from a loan. Look, if
3: he goes on loan, it's not damaging. He's not, he's not a good man. I'll say it on record now that he won't make it. <laughs> well, I said the same thing about Kane. So, uh, Sissoko.
1: He's going to China. Needs more, <laughs> needs, needs more time. Worst thing that happened to Sissoko is the Chinese government changed their rules. Him and Rooney got fucked up by that. I still think there's something
5: in him. Yeah, I, I do know. as well. I, mean, I, 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 do, and I see the value in him. Like when he had that big surge down, but I just, I, I don't think it's going to happen. So He's
4: a better. squad player. I mean, he's never going to start, but you know, he's someone he I'd be, be quite effective. happy to have on the bench. Be yeah.
1: On a personal level, I want him gone because I'm fed up with the whole "Who's 30 million? You should be doing better." Well, that's let's better just 30. remove yeah. him. he didn't cost 30 million. But though, anyway. For th- the let's fucking love of God will people drop this I know that's not why we and need
3: it, to so far he's cost yeah well there's, there's who like cares
4: that. what he costs who gives a
3: well, I, no, I mean you got to
4: care if he cost costs. I don't. Million. I generally don't give a fuck what what we favour because will Daniel, ask, Daniel, Daniel Levy. You can criticise him for everything you can possibly can, but mismanagement of money is not one of them. But this is the point. This is t- that's you've said. You've contradicted yourself. Why? Like you're
3: saying you don't give a fuck if he costs thirty million. Yeah. If he cost, if Daniel Levy went out and spent spunked thirty million on him, yeah. you should care because that shows that Daniel Levy's lost his mind. What actually happened? What actually happened is that he spent six million over five years, so every year he's at Tottenham Tottenham pay another six million if you know. wait if he, if <laughs> and with brexit he's going to end up costing us sixty yeah, but listen listen if, if, if he costs six million and we sell him in the summer he's cost us six million um. Newcastle get a proportion Of the transfer fee Of the next sale mm-hmm. So he hasn't cost 30
4: million I, I agree with you I'm not arguing with you What I'm saying is if, Even if he paid 30 million quid on the day Written a, written a cheque And it went out that day If Daniel Levy says We can afford it And it's not going to Affect anything else Then he's right I, I, I don't judge I judge him on what Almost happened. everything else what, What's happening Is the
3: ignorance of fans
4: Well maybe Yeah you're right Again. Uh, And Kadu uh, you need time time.
3: Loan him out Loan Loan, loan yeah Loan him out band. to uh, Son, why is Son on this list? He's done great yeah, he's uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a
5: big fan
3: Yeah, I don't know i wouldn't the good And Janssen yeah. starts Janssen starts okay,
5: We didn't say Davis, <laughs> Did we? Oh yeah, Davies, sorry oh, yeah. I missed him,
3: I missed him out Davis. He, he, Wait, he's just signed your contract We've well, we got no choice I do
5: think we should sign the left-sided guy from Fulham Yeah, he'll
3: be great Alright, Sam Diggins This is the last question uh, well, unless we can answer the last one very quickly because we've run on uh, you have a broke you've broken into a football stadium of your choice no one else is there and you've been given one in very very important job shit in the funniest place possible <sighs> my questions are which stadium and where do you shit Arsenal and
1: the... when I was uh, when I was in secondary school someone took <laughs> a shit in our um... like this <laughs> <laughs> someone in our, sec- awesome. our, sec- uh, our sixth form common room took a shit in the kettle Oh, oh, like filled bro. it with water so then somebody turned the kettle on <laughs> it was fucking horrendous it I'll just, just,
3: anyway. it just filled stupid. the common
1: room full of like shitty smell it was he got found out I don't know how someone glassed him back. he got expelled because how are you going to find that DNA from the shit and stuff But I was trying to explain yeah. why he got expelled as well shit in a kettle brilliant <laughs> that's disgusting was so it you? Was, was it you? I, no it wasn't me <laughs> Um, what
3: was it like? like that the, the just made me choke my fucking beer What's that? That kid in your school in, like, who thought oh. it'd be a good idea to write his name on on in poo on on the toilets walls, and it said what? like. Dave was here, or, or Barry was here in his own poo. <laughs> Is this a specific story? Yeah, I put in my school. You oh, yours? In. Uh, yeah, I watched in some kid. <laughs> uh, there was two things. One kid uh, 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 drew his name on the wall. Can't remember his name was. Was here W O Z E R yeah, E. Of course. <laughs> and the other, some other fucking reprobate just decided to instead of doing a poo in the toilet, put the lid down and just pooed on top <laughs> of the lid and left it there like
4: a fucking trophy. Shall I, I've got I've got one that's almost as good as that it's not quite as good as that but did you ever do that um, science experiment when you were in primary school where you had to um, decide out of a classroom you had different options about how to keep an ice cube frozen the longest no but go on <laughs> yeah so I, I had one that did a shit in two bits of polystyrene and oh, then wow. put it like a hole in two bits of polystyrene where you are meant to put this ice block that's and you disgusting. just did the shit
1: <laughs> so you used the, the shit as like a support <laughs> yeah <laughs> you
4: know. you're wearing a space docking space docking space
3: docking it's when you put in the condom freeze it and use it as a door. <laughs>
1: get out fuck <laughs> <laughs> <Get out. laughs>
4: is that that's not a it thing goes, that's uh, not real google it mate it's real oh my uh, god that's yeah you, you <laughs> the funniest the best place to be with the shit into one of those like canteen style tea or coffee dispensers That's know, not the big a best, drum that's not no one's shitting anything other than the toilet
3: no L- but if you do that L- in L- like
2: the
4: arsenal
3: box in the box like where well, all I, like you know you mean the actual question yeah <laughs> I wouldn't even do that do you know what I mean I wouldn't I, I do you not know? no fuck no you know I'm never going to put myself in a situation where I have to shit in anything other than the fucking Toilet.
1: You must have shut. You the must bush. have shut somewhere else. The, you must have yeah. had a shit. In the where's the worst? Never. Where's
4: the worst place you've had a shit?
1: I've had a shit in the bushes at festivals. Yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. That. you
4: know. Sometimes yeah, you got toilets.
3: You've ever shut in a bucket? There's tons of toilets. Strangely, satisfying. It's satisfying. You had poo in a bucket and thought. At festival. I'm satisfied. Yeah,
4: because I'm like I'm I'm doing this in the woods in my own in private. There's no one around there. I don't have to go in that in that porta cabin that's already full of shit and vomit. So I went. I don't know
1: sometimes I don't know who you are
4: really, really Ted do you want to comment
3: I'm not it's probably your, your EastEnders uh, career uh, d- oh, <laughs> should we go
1: back to the question or like uh, yeah
3: answer know, the question then we can
1: finish I the I do like in shit. the Arsenal in
5: their kettle in their yeah, kettle yeah, yeah, do, in, in, in the
1: boardroom kettle, kettle. Yeah. <laughs> or <So laughs> we'll sat around because turns his kettle front page of the sun EastEnders <laughs> star <laughs> with shit in Arsenal
3: kettle <laughs> alright right, let's spin the Fighting Cop podcast I want to do the last question because um, we're about an hour and fucking 50 or something oh, yeah. yeah craziness <laughs> um, but thank you so much Ted for coming thank down thank you for having me as ever and you're always welcome I, you. I think you're firmly part of the fighting cock family mm. thank you that's a very uh, it's a lovely
5: thing Everyone said to me all day yeah, yeah. And somehow
3: Bardi despite all the stories he's had actually because of all the stories <laughs> he's had he's um, you know, definitely in and his banjo string is reattached it's reattached did it heal on its own
1: or? I, well I let nature kind of heal it was you worried about having a disfigured cock well, I'm not gonna go any further. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's not yeah, is it? It's not disfigured. It must my be my a little co- bit. My you cock is not disfigured. Get it out. Show I'm not us. gonna <laughs> get. What's nice? I'm not nice going find. any further. But it, it, it healed incorrectly, so I had to have an operation. So I always get shit. What? Oh, well, that's a, that's a life lesson for you there. Well, so you had an operation. Well, well because when I, when, of I got, it. when I got back to England, I, because it healed incorrectly. You know, shit doesn't heal a line, so shit uh, heals. What? Me. Yeah. So they to come in, they just cut it and they reattach it. so, so at what point
3: did you think I've got to go back to the doctor?
1: Uh, when it hurt during sex
3: The next one
1: Well when it healed Because shit doesn't heal properly So how long Scarf did you wait issues? Between so what, what, when you had sex next Well I came back from Colombia And then it was maybe About three four months Because you know a, oh, really? this is, been this, been is for this is a lesson for men That you should never feel embarrassed If you've got something wrong With your private parts Oh yeah Go to the doctors Get it sorted out yeah. Don't Don't kind of 100% hide you Yeah, get
3: 40 Get your prostate sorted Exactly have so you I'm had your prostate? No, I'm not forty. Then it's I, and out. I'm not sure I want to. Never anyway. shy away from going. Is that to what practice? it is? Forty, go get a prostate. Yeah, uh, that's the rule of thumb. Yeah, is it? Yeah, I think yeah. around in about five years' time when I turn forty, I'll we'll do a campaign. The fighting cook still running there. Of course we will. Do you ever think about when the fighting cook might not?
4: Run? I can't. I, I don't ever want it to stop. Yeah. Really? I want to be doing this when like I'm, eighty. You're the only friends I got.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, right.
4: <laughs> <laughs> All right, God, well, for Alex's sake, we're going to keep the fight going. I can't believe you can go go really had an operation. I had an operation on were my balls was, once. You were sick. <laughs> <asleep. laughs> Did you? Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> gone. They were too big.
0: Oh. Wow! No, no, no <laughs>
4: genuinely, genuinely. God, start, when, when start, was, start from the beginning. Start from well, beginning when, so. I, when I was born. I had um, that my sack was like massive. <laughs> so when I was like three, uh, <laughs> they had to do an operation to uh, like to cut some like some stuff out. What some tissue? Well, I flew it. I don't know what it was. At yeah. what age? Uh, three or four. Three or four, right? Yeah. So,
3: so, um, so, so oh, my kids got massive balls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm well, not that's the sure thing, what we should, though.
4: Some worker has it. They, it's it's they why my mum said I cried all the time, like just because you know weight. <laughs> sorry. But, who? <laughs> 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 Al right. Concurrent. Well, that, that was it, really. But they, uh, my mum was said sorry, but they tried to give me gas and air, and I just wouldn't mm. go out. I wouldn't, I wouldn't pass out even on like giving me gas and air and It's I just weird that a and you get knocked out
3: regularly so well, I don't
4: Yeah Go on then yeah. Well nothing they, they cut it and then I've, I've got like a bit of a line that goes to down the yeah, yeah 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 I remember my dad <laughs> I don't actually I don't, I don't want to tell that story okay. But yeah it's, it's something I have to keep an eye on <laughs> Why? Because it's just uh, I don't know it's just I remember my old man saying keep an eye on them, balls
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: make sure that doesn't happen oh, on again. that note the
3: fighting cut we're always here we're always here for <laughs> you. this is what makes it the best first podcast on earth because we don't just give you genuinely decent Tottenham chat
1: medical advice Ma- uh, men's medical health advice. advice
3: we let you into our lives yeah um, Broken Panjo stream and broken balls in one podcast. I don't know what else you could ask for, really. Mm. This has been a long one, but it's it's been a fun one. Ted, thank you very much. Barney thank you. Thanks so much Cheers. for coming. Alex, once again, I'll be a flavor. Thank you so much. Remember, buy those t-shirts because it makes us rich and we can buy <laughs> doesn't make us rich. Alright, okay, it doesn't make you rich, but it, I mean it's still money. Yeah, that's true. <laughs>